and welcome everybody. My name is Michael and this is another episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. Good golly, Miss Molly. We got a lot for you this week. We got a lot. I've been sitting here uh, trying to organize my thoughts. I'm looking at my notebook, looking at what I want to get into, and I'm trying to figure out, okay, so what's what do you lead with? What's What's the big story? I have reached a conclusion. Okay, I have reached a conclusion. We're going to get into that in just a moment. But as you know, uh, here's how the show, here's how it works. Uh, we've got an A block, and then we change the discussion, going into the B block, and then you got a Patreon segment. Mm-hmm. They get the extra segment. I'm not telling you how to live your life. You know, uh, I'm not judgmental. I'm just saying there's a whole lot more show. Okay, so here we go. We're getting into it. In all the things that are going on, you've got uh, you got Iran. Iran's popping off like crazy. You, you got uh, Biden going through the strategic oil reserve like nuts. You got Halloween right around the corner. You got the midterms right around the corner. Oh, and then you got China, Xi Jinping. Don't compare him to Winnie the Pooh or you'll never be seen again alive. So here's... What I have decided, oh, and then I got to turn you guys on to some awesome entertainment stuff. I got some really, I have a, uh, a, doc, a documentary pick. I actually have a couple uh, for you, and I've got some TV picks for you as well. So there's all that. There's all that. Oh, my God. And then COVID news. So what's the, what's the big story? Where do, we, uh, where do we lead with? Here's what I decided. It's the midterms. It's the midterms. We got, uh, what, two more shows? We got this show and another show to talk about the midterms. And here's what struck me. What really, really struck me. Like, how is it even close? How is any race close in the midterms? Like, I already don't believe the polls, right? I'm already jaded to that. And I've seen, you know, oh, they sample twice as many of this to make up for that. And they only call this and you have to have, a, they only call people with a landline and yada, yada, yada. But I, I, it has to be a tsunami. It, 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 it has to be a red wave. If it's not, that's really, really bad news. If you look at just what's gone on in in the past two years. All right, so you had you had uh, you had Rona running rampant everywhere. We're gonna get back into that with Xi Jinping later. You got the economy in the toilet. That's in in a weird way. Uh, the economy that's just kind of like a standard issue uh, for Democrats. You got Joe Biden doesn't understand business. You got all these freaking egghead elitists in there who've never run a business. So you know the economy's just going to be a giant freaking basket of turds. You know, they can sprinkle glitter and uh, freaking candy-colored rainbows on there, but it's a basket of turds, right? Everybody's 401k is getting crushed. So like I'm saying, that's standard issue. And, and then crime, that's a, that's a new one. That one's, that, that one's gone to a, a new level. Horrifying videos. Come to come to New York for a little bit. You will see some shit on the local news that will uh, make your hair stand on end. 
So you've got the economy, uh, crime, tons of people dying from Rona, uh, depleting the oil reserves, the whole thing. And I've saved the the worst for last. Because to, to me, this is the big issue. Uh, they're sexualizing the kids. How is that? Seriously, that that has to be changing hearts and minds everywhere. I don't care. I don't care if you just came across the border. That's another, that's another issue. A couple of million people across the border. I don't care if, uh, maybe that'd be the way to turn, to turn people back. You have some family come in from Venezuela and you're like, Hey, welcome. We're going to pop your kid in, uh, in public school, you know, and uh, encourage him to question uh, his own sexuality and and learn how, you know, there's lots of things that he can do for pleasure as a seven-year-old. Are you fucking crazy? Well, they turn around. <laughs> they, I think, we should just have loud people uh, on loudspeakers at the border just announcing that. Well, just so you guys know, when you come in here, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a chance you can get a job. Mm-hmm. Yep, quality of life is a lot better. But just so you know, uh, there's a lot of people in our public schools that want to sexualize your little kid. So do you still want to stay or do you want to turn around? How are the how is it even close anywhere? How is how is any Republican conservative candidate? How is it even close? Vote. Here's what here'd be my ad. Hi, uh, I'm I'm running for Congress. Uh, I'm the candidate uh, that doesn't want your child to be turned into a sex object. And that'd be the end of my speech, right there. Oh, oh, and I support the police. I I don't want uh, I don't want criminals out on the street. So those are my those are my two big uh, pillars, you guys. I'm for uh, I'm for not sexualizing children and. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm going to be tough on crime. How is it even close? I cannot wait uh, to see what happens with Fetterman. I cannot wait with him and Dr. Oz. That is going to be, <clears throat> in a weird way, and, and stick with me on this one, in a weird way, uh, I kind of want, <laughs> there's a part of me that wants Fetterman to win. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, because here's the thing. I think uh, the media was, they had a really big stress test when when Trump was elected, right? They ran with the Russia collusion thing. Oh, for fuck's sake, I got to talk about that. I got to talk about the FBI. I'm not going to let up. I'm just putting it down. So the, the media had a big stress test uh, when it came to uh, Trump-Russia collusion. Fake news, fake news. Get out of here, you fake news. That's what we call it. I'm working on my Trump. So they ran with the Trump-Russia collusion story. And oh, the, the end, the walls are closing in and blah, 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 blah. And you thought that, you know, after the Mueller report came out, that at least people would be uh, a little surprised and, and shocked that, oh, the media would do something like this. People are winning Pulitzer Prizes for getting that story wrong. And and people believe it. They still believe it to this day. I look at my Facebook and you look at comments and on social media. 
and there's average people out there running around America who just like Trump is a criminal. He's a he's a, he's he's on Russia's side. He's in Putin's pocket. So okay. So those are little stress tests for the media. Let's let's run with this giant lie and see what it gets us. But you think enough people woke up? I don't think enough people have. I think there's still way too many people who believe that shit. So here we come to stress test number two. You know, they're going, well, there's, it's, been, it's been unbelievable with, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, you, you, you had the uh, impeachment and then the second impeachment and then, then the January 6th. It's all like a giant stress test for the media. How bad can they scare people? And the reaction to January 6th coverage looks like it's been pretty sedate. But this is why uh, you have to go on the offense. This is why I love all these loud, brash candidates. I just love them. Dr. Oz, he ain't loud. He's not brash. He's, uh, he's, he reminds me of like a, the old school, like uh, Jeb Bush guys. Well, we have to, we have to be considerate here and we, we have to be good. I want to see the stress test because they're telling people in, uh, in Pennsylvania, you just uh, vote for, I think here's the line, not their this is I'm saying the line of thinking. It's like uh, you know, vote for Fetterman, or uh, or you'll you'll never be allowed to have an abortion again. I think that's it. I think that's you know, vote for vote for the Democrats, uh, or else you'll never be able to uh, kill a baby again. Because Lord knows we need those babies to grow up into six and seven year olds so we can uh, sexualize them. It's it's insane. But I'm keenly interested to see if Fetterman and and just everything about that dude. If you, if it is, we got to do this on that show tonight. We got to do a skit about it. How can you draw up a worse candidate? Like, how can you, here's a guy, here's a guy that uh, lived off his parents' money, was like on an allowance for the for the longest time, well into his forties, then he becomes uh, the mayor of some little town that's about that's uh, teetering on the edge. He comes in, implements his policies, and just the town just goes right over the edge. And then he is uh, <laughs> he's he's celebrated because I guess he brought the arts. He brought the arts to the town. So then he gets bumped up, uh, gets a promotion to lieutenant governor. Okay, so now he's running around, and so 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 his track record isn't good. Just just the record of his policies isn't good. Now let's just go in on the uh, how does the gentleman look? Right, you're drawing up a candidate like AOC is, you know, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She's the candidate you draw up where you're like, what do we got? Oh, we've got she's a progressive. Okay, like first time politician. Okay, big Twitter account. Okay. Just cute as a button. Okay. She dances around on rooftops. Uh-huh. She's, then I can see you, you put her in there, right? You're like, okay, well, let's, let's, run, let's run AOC. She looks great on paper. Fetterman is like the anti-AOC. He's, he's got experience, and it's horrible. He's not good at it. Uh, then he shows up and literally, like... I usually don't like to go to these places, but there's not a lot of appeal there. 
in just like the look of the dude. Like if you're walking down the street and it's dark and this lurch Uncle Fester looking dude starts walking towards you with the big hoodie on, just looking like freaking Frankenstein's monster with a goatee. You're like, okay, so there's not a lot of visual appeal there as a can not a not a not a traditionally good looking man. Now let's factor in uh the stroke. Horrible thing. Horrible thing. Don't wish that on anybody. But uh I don't know like how how quick is he on the buzzer. I think we need to know cognitively, like how well he's doing. And then the thing that it seems like I'm the only dude talking about this. What is the lump on his neck? I can't get past that one. I can get past a lot. But when no one is anybody asking about the lump, the lump, the lump. The lump, it's on his neck. He's lump, he's lump, he's lump, he's headed for the Senate. He's lump, he's lump, he's lump, he's in Pennsylvania. I wish I could do that better. There's a, there's a great parody there. There's a wonderful parody there. <laughs> Try it. Lumps alone in Pennsylvania. Totally motionless except for his lump. Lump float up in Fetterman's hoodie. Totally confused all the passing voters. He's lump, he's lump, he just might win. I don't know. If he does, if he does, uh, we got a big problem. We, got, we already have a president who is just... It's, uh, he just kind of shows up and says what he's told. Can't be trusted. Now you've got, you, they're literally, literally just putting up sacks of meat. Here, you just, just be a sack of meat and say these words. And the media will convince people, they will scare people to vote for you. How is it even close? How is it even close? I, I really, uh, and this isn't uh, hyperbole, like, uh, like what's going good in the country? Like, what is going good? I, I, I really, actually, no, I'm going to take that back. I think, I think they, uh, they might have given people so, you know, on Social Security a bump. They might have got a little bump recently to, uh, to help combat inflation. Okay. But other than that, here's the other funny thing. This is the one that's just absolutely killing me. You, I see these tweets. We might, oh, we might do that too. We might play a new game uh, today. We're definitely going to be going into uh, my thirty notebook. But we got. We might do a thing where we just look at my Twitter feed, and I just rail on people. I just rail on people. Uh, that might be fun. I saw a tweet. Uh, from Biden, and like I'm, I'm kind of dialed in on the GOP side of things. I kind of like that's I kind of know what's going on. And Biden puts out these tweets. He's like, uh, the Republicans are gonna, um, uh, they're gonna go after Medicare and Social Security, and I'm not gonna let them. 
and, and you're just, I'm, I'm, I'm over here shaking my head. Like, I, I swear, I haven't heard fucking one person, one person on the right talking anything about Medicare or Social Security. You see a lot of people going, oh, look at the, the border, it's a crisis, and he won't say it's a crisis, and oh, look at crime, and oh, look at the economy, and oh, look at the price of gas, and oh, look at inflation. I have not heard one uh, voice on the right go, you know what we should do? Uh, we should go after uh, Social Security and uh, and Medicare and Medicaid. That's, yeah, yeah that's, huh. It's just hilarious to me, like, where where are the fact checkers on that one? Can somebody can somebody uh, please point out uh, the people who are doing this? All right, we're going to use that as a great transition. As just the uh, just the, the mass uh, insanity of it all. The uh, the Durham report. I know we've been talking about this a lot, but. Uh, the, uh, you know, Igor Klenchenko, whatever, dude. Oh, not guilty. Oh, not guilty. Which that's, you know, that's that's fine. Hopefully, hopefully we can stay uh, loud uh, about the FBI. You, you guys, if you look back at it, as, I'm, as I was putting the show together and looking at my notes, it is in just the insanity of just like, wow, how is, it, how is this even close? How is this even close? I think... There's still so many people who just, they, they, they just trust the media. They just believe it. They, they, they really think uh, there was Trump-Russia collusion. They have no idea about just how horribly compromised the FBI is. There, there's just, somebody put me in charge. Just put me in charge of, uh, of the GOP. Just go. Can we please? Can we please talk about this? Here, so here's what here's what your talking points are. Uh, we're the party that wants uh, to protect your children, and and we're the party that's gonna uh, keep the bad guys from stabbing you or pushing you in front of a train, and we're gonna lock up the bad guys. Uh, we're also the party that believes in equal justice. Everybody loves justice. That's the. It's like if if we don't have that. It's over. And the FBI, oh, this is great. This is great. My buddy Nick Searcy, you guys know Nick. Nick is a phenomenal, phenomenal actor and director and made this uh, documentary about uh, January 6th. Well, of course, uh, his partner in that used all his own footage. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the guy's name. Please, please stand by. Uh, this is going to get me on somebody's watch list right here as I Google this. Uh, let's go Nick. Nick uh, Searcy. There he is. Nick Searcy, uh, January 6th documentary. Let's see if it even comes up. This is, this is Google. This is Google. Capital punishment. Capital punishment. So, uh, we're going to go to the IMDb on this. There was a dude who was there who helped Nick on the movie. Uh, ba 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 ba. The FBI pays a, vis- a visit to uh, this dude's house. Like the FBI, they, um, oh, Nick, come on, buddy. Where's the, where's the, uh, where's the cast list and all that stuff? This is just the plot. 
So here's the, the summary for the movie. Actor Nick Searcy was at the January 6th rally, provides never-before-seen footage of uh, January 6th. Uh, he interviewed Proud Boys president, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the FBI, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful documentary. And there was someone else whose footage they used. Dude's getting a visit from the FBI. So to summarize just some of the, 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 the talking points here, you can't even you can't even uh, do a film about it without the FBI coming around. So so the FBI is allowed to uh, make up stories uh, about Trump. They're allowed to you know uh, do FISA warrants on innocent people and change emails to make innocent people look guilty. And they're allowed to leak to the press. And they're allowed. Oh, Steve Bannon. Oh, he. Steve Bannon, oh, he's got to go to jail. But Eric Holder, mm, not so much. <clears throat> the FBI, oh, yeah, these parents who speak up at, uh, at their, uh, you know, the school board meeting, they're domestic terrorists. We got to pay them visits. Oh, uh, you know, journalists like, like Cheryl Atkinson, we have, to, we have to hack her phone and computer. And, oh, if you, made a, if you even just made a movie, if you made a documentary with your own footage on January 6th, the FBI is going to pay you a visit. Oh, and then the FBI is going to try to frame people for a, a, a kidnapping plot against Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, the FBI is going to show up at Trump's house because, oh, there were some documents that the National Archives needs back so badly. They're out of control. They're out of control. And they, they don't, they don't f- fear anybody. They don't. They're not, they, they don't appear to be worried about this at all. You put these frickin', uh, these talking meat puppets like, uh, like Biden and, and Fetterman up in front, and the media's like, oh, here, you know, inflation's probably a good thing for, for you. And the media the, just bolsters them up and makes parents uh, look, oh, these, these, these horrible white supremacists that show up at these school board meetings, that's the biggest threat to democracy. And then the FBI is just running around doing God knows what and protecting Hunter Biden. And, and, and life is just supposed to go merrily on? Seriously, how, how are these midterms even close? The more you think about it and the more you, you, you talk about it and the more you... Uh, just stand back and look. It is just an absolute avalanche of BS. I don't see how... I, I Seriously, I don't see how the Democrats have any hold on any race anywhere. You look back at... Uh, Freaking the way life was in, in 2019, 2020, before the Rona, which is coming up in the B block. Xi Jinping. What was the... America... It's like night and day. Every single aspect of your life is, uh, is worse. And they're like, oh, it's going to be a close race. Oh my God. Oh my God! How? How? All right, we got a lot to get into. Uh, I got to tell you uh, some stuff about the America First Warehouse that show tonight. Some shenanigans that I've been getting into. We are going to talk a little uh, Xi Jinping. 
We're going to talk about a strategic oil reserve. We're going to get into the dirty notebook. We might play the new Twitter game. I don't know. And I have to tell you about some documentaries I've seen that uh, that you're you're going to want to check out. I'll probably write about them as well on the website. So we're going to take a little break. uh, And I'll be back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Told you, I told you I'd be right back. Why do you? Why do you doubt me? Okay, so here's um, we gotta we gotta kick it into high gear. I got a, I got a little uh, soapboxy in that last one, but I really do. I am, I'm in a constant state of amazement of how how is it even close? Saw the creepiest, creepiest. Uh, not not. The, it's in my uh, it's in my top ten uh, creepy videos. Uh, Xi Jinping. It's like something out of Star Wars, man. Uh, Xi Jinping just pretty much uh, cemented himself as the dictator of China and had his predecessor taken away. And it's like this this older dude. Sorry, I'm not up on the names of all the uh, Chinese CCP gangsters. But I'm sure this dude was a party line guy. He was, uh, you know, communism is the best. I like communism. And now Xi Jinping is in there and uh, had and did it in front of everybody. That is, uh, I'm going to try to find the video. Uh, but it's like, uh, just, just so I can know the guy's name. But the dude stands up. A couple guys in suits come over. Let's lead you away. It's like in the middle of their parliamentary. It was like a total... Emperor Palpatine move. And now, with the last remnants swept aside, the Empire will take it. It was, oh, an old dude is confused and he's looking around. I don't know if we'll ever see him again. I don't, I, I, I kind of doubt we will. I think that's the end of him. It's, the other, it's a crazy thing uh, how people still think, for some stupid reason... That everybody's playing by our rules. It's, they're not. It's, it's still, the whole thing globally, it's still a giant game of risk. It's still, people are still, they want more resources. They want more land. They want this. They want that. They, they want to be the last country standing. 
That shit hasn't stopped. It has not stopped. Ukraine. Oh, these people, oh, I got my, I got my flag. Oh, look at I got my Ukraine flag. And no one seems to talk. No, okay. I'm going to stick, stick to the subject at hand. I believe that China's playing a, uh, a, 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 a game that is, is not like our traditional warfare. Russia is kind of going old school. Russia's like, we will take tanks, we will come over, and then we will say, hey, you are now part of Ukraine. Say you're happy. Vote to stay in Russia. Bigger, bigger, bigger. They're going old school. China's doing it all. Uh, China's doing it all e- economically. And, and uh, not to be all uh, Debbie Downer on you, but I'm not a big fan, not a big fan of them buying up the farmland. Not a big fan of uh, the, the Chinese taking our intellectual property. Not a big fan of any of their, 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 their moves that seem to never stop. I think it's a problem that, uh, that Hunter Biden uh, was doing business with, uh, with the Chinese and helping them find uh, companies that had dual-use technology, civilian and military technology. That's a, that's a problem. And when, uh, when Joe Biden's in it, it's not a problem. We like to pretend like uh, somehow the, the, the rules have changed, like the end game has changed, like, like it's not. Like, okay, these are the borders, and nobody, okay, we're all set, right? This is how it's going to be. No, nope, nope. And we're, we're, we're fucking around, and we're about to find out. I saw a terrifying little, uh, this is such an up, this is such a fun podcast. They have that guy on, uh, on Fox News, General Jack Keane, General Jack Keane. He's like, he's being interviewed, and he's like, I have been a part of a couple of war games. I've, uh, that, uh, they are simulations of uh, China invading Taiwan. I was part of a war game in 2014 and one just a few months ago. And uh, we don't stand a chance. I hate to say it. I don't think we do. If I was, listen, if I was living in Taiwan, I'd be be nervous as shit. And while all this is going on, this, uh, this, uh, you know, uh, Chinese military buildup and flexing their muscles and dictator for life. You still have Iran popping off. You still have Iran uh, just picking up girls off the street because she didn't wear a headscarf uh, in the in the proper uh, fashion, and so never to be seen again. Oh yeah, they need nukes. They need nukes for the energy, you guys. For the energy. <laughs> you don't want me in the White House. You really don't. You really don't. Actually, you know what? You might, now that I think about it. So anyway, Biden's still playing uh, footsie with those guys and still stretching out this Ukraine thing. I guess we have soldiers now. I guess we have soldiers o- over in some uh, European country playing some, ooh, we're pretending to play war games over there. I hate to, uh, I hate to be the uh, bear. Oh, look at that. Mark Hamill sends Ukraine 500 drones so now they can, they can get aerial shots of the damage. Uh, somebody has to go over there uh, and make peace with, uh, with Russia, Ukraine. Because, listen, 
I don't think Russia's leaving. And I know Biden and the, the, the gang over at the military, we have like zero weight to throw around. We have zero weight to throw around. And I think Vladimir, I think Putin might, might he, he might use a, tact, uh, a tactical nuke just to, just to show that he would. And I don't want those things flying around like crazy. You know, I don't want Vladimir to go, hey, launch tactical nuke. Let's nuke, let's just nuke this little farmland just to show that we're capable of it. And then we'd have to launch something in some in the middle of nowhere to show, hey, we're capable of it too. Fuck all of that. So, hey, add, add, add that lit to your list of how is this race even close? How is it even close? Remember when Trump was going to get us into World War III by, uh, by meeting with uh, that dude in North Korea? Remember that? That was supposed to be the end of the world. We literally now have people threatening nukes. And uh, just another, another great success for Biden. So we got to rally, you guys. We got to rally. This is the kind of shit you need to be saying to your friends and your neighbors. Like, what is the upside of Biden? Talk to your liberal friends. Hopefully you have some liberal friends. Hopefully you still have some some interests and you don't turn your back on, you know, everything. That's the thing that, oh my God. That's another thing that just really, really bothers me about the, the the GOP. It's like when people when people do get up and, and like like this freaking uh what is her name? Carrie Lake in Arizona. She's fantastic. She's fantastic. And she just comes out there and, and tells it like it is and has a well-thought-out argument and she has evidence and she can back it up and when they try to intimidate her, she doesn't back down. And she does it all with uh, grace and a smile and, and confidence. Is that like... The, 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 is that fucking insane for other people to do? Like, you just can't... <laughs> is it, do they think it's magic what she's doing? Does anybody... Do they think that it was like magic... What uh, what Trump was doing when he won? It, it's it's fucking shocking <laughs> that any of this is close. Oh my god! Yeah, here's an idea. Just uh, base your argument in reality. Just base your argument in reality, and and it's it's crazy. The media will tell you. No, the border's fine. The border's fine. It's all fine. So they're going to pretend like uh, there's no there's no there's no remedy here in, in Ukraine and Russia, and it keeps heating up, and we have to send oh just a billion dollars more and a billion dollars here and a billion dollars there. Oh, and then we have to send the FBI and the Department of Justice to to uh, investigate Elon Musk. Really, Elon Musk is uh, is is the bad guy in this scenario because uh, he he put up Starlink over Ukraine so the Ukrainians could have Wi-Fi. And, uh, and no one's paying him. He's like, hey, listen, I'm giving this shit away for free. But uh, throw the guy a couple bucks. And you're like, I don't know if they have the money. Bitch, I guarantee they have the money. You've been fucking sending billions of dollars over there. Do, do you want them to have Wi-Fi or not? Do you want to win or not? No, I don't think they do. I think that's, I think I might have stumbled right across, right upon it. 
They're playing with U- Ukraine and Russia like it's the like the next Afghanistan ATM. Oh, we got to send we got to send 40 billion dollars over here and then 50 billion dollars now and 5 billion here and 8 billion there and it's all for a great cause. And it's yeah, that's a tough argument, you know, cuz those freaking dumb shits come at you all the time. Duh, don't well, Vladimir Putin, he's not going to stop. He's like Hitler. He's not going to stop. Fuck, he can't he can't even beat Ukraine, you guys. I'm not worried. I'm not, I'm not really terribly worried about Vladimir Putin. Here's what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about a media that lies to us. I'm concerned about uh, our our public uh, elected officials, people in the Biden administration, and their inability uh, to find a way out of it. You, ju- you just never hear about peace talks. Elon Musk... Uh, brought that shit up on Twitter, and now they're investigating him. <laughs> it's like the Department of Justice. Jesus Christ. Hey, maybe we should have peace talks. Send the boys in blue. Take the badges, take the guns. We got to do something about Elon. Sweet Lord in heaven. Okay. I want to talk about this before, and then it's, it's going to switch over to Patreon. We got to get we got into some lighter, uh, some lighter fare. But here's where all this is going. I don't like to talk about problems without talking about solutions. And the solution is uh, more people, just more people, more people uh, switching from mainstream media to you know I've said this before. I've been saying this for years, but it really is the way. There is no, uh, there's no danger for the elites, none whatsoever. The political elites, the rich people. And when I say danger, I'm not just talking about physical danger. Oh, all these people are mad. They they got pitchforks and stuff. There's no there's no um, financial danger for them at all. There's no. The right is not a threat right now. In, in any way, shape, or form. They they got a lot of good mileage out of like, oh, look, January 6th, and they tried to overthrow the government. And America's woken up to the fact that that's an absolute farce. That whole thing is just an absolute farce. However, it bought them some more time. It bought them some more time. If you look at the Biden policies, and you, this goes back to, to COVID as well, and policies during COVID and the lockdown, they really... They don't care. They don't care. Biden policies now with uh, inflation. Any moron can tell you, here's a, a great recipe for inflation. You, uh, you, you just throw a bunch of money. What you start, you keep printing money, keep printing money, put it out into, uh, into, the, into the country, and then everything will just be worth less money, and then people, it'll cost more money, and then people... Your hourly wage won't be able to keep up with the price of goods. Then you have inflation. And they keep doing it. And they keep doing it. And my God, what's, it's been a couple of years of this shit. And they, they just keep doing it. Hey, we're running out of, uh, we're running out of uh, oil. And we need oil and we need diesel to move uh, uh, food around the country. Well, we might run out of diesel. I might have to tap into the strategic oil reserve a little bit more to get some of that. It's, it's criminal. It's criminal, in my opinion, what they're doing at the border and what they're doing with, uh, you know, not encouraging or not letting oil companies drill for fucking national security. 
to, to move food around. And inflation, they don't care about inflation because it's not even a blip on their radar. Inflation hits all the right people and keeps them in line. Inflation hits the middle class. It hits the poor communities. That's it. Rich people give zero shits about inflation. They might pretend. They might, some might be better at pretending than others, but for, really? Oh, no. Oh, no. Gas is a... Gas has gone up. It's now four something a gallon. My goodness. I might, you know what? I might not take the Corvette out this weekend. I might just have to, I might just go with the Range Rover. That's about it. So if you ever get the feeling like, man, it is like we're just like, like pawns in a game. We are. We are. And no one's, no one's really effectively pushing back there no one's really it's a it's they're few and far between on the right of who's uh you know really raising a stink about it and they go after those folks there has to be a uh a pushback to these horrifying policies like i i keep coming back i keep coming back to uh the sexualization of little kids i just Cannot get over that. So yeah, here we go. Into the midterms. And, and ah, they just keep going on. And with COVID and, and, and Xi Jinping, I, I, this is another one that I, I just can't get over. I just can't stop. Six and a half million people dead, they say. Six and a half million people dead. And no one is uh, concerned about where it came from. It just, oh, it just magically appeared, you guys. It's just one of those things where you have to deal with it. Get your jab, get your jab, get your jab. What in the fuck are you talking about? And then you got these morons in uh, Boston. I guess Boston University. They took a strain of COVID, made it more lethal. Fucking what? What? Oh, so we can study it and prepare for the next... How can, how can you prepare? How can you prepare for the next one if you don't know where this one came from? You absolute pieces of shit. So yeah, we got to get back. We got to get back to some semblance of reality or it's just going to be 100% bad forever. This is... Uh, it's, it's crazy to watch. It is crazy to watch. Okay, we got to get into some more stuff during the regular meat and potatoes of the show. Um, let's get into the, the that show tonight. This is the one of the ways, and you, you guys know it. Subscribe to that show tonight. I don't give a fuck if you never watch. I really don't. This is a show, we, we lampoon these people. We do, we do sketch comedy, and uh, that is insanely effective. It's so much fun uh, to laugh and just show just what, how insane these ideas are. Oh my God, Britain and Liz, I'm going through my notebook. Did we already get, did we already get into the dirty notebook? Maybe, kind of, not really. Okay, uh, one of the skits that I want to do, that show tonight, and I just want, see, here's the thing, and this is why I, I encourage people to subscribe. It's it's makeup, it's costumes. The more we have an actor that looks like Joe Biden, the better it is, the funnier it is. You need you need hair and makeup and all that good stuff. 
I want to do a parody of uh, those uh, A Place for Mom commercials. But I want it to be A Place for Dad. So you got Hunter Biden out there uh, talking about, I love to party. I make no bones about it. I'll snort Parmesan off the... But I was worried about my old man. He started doing... He started acting. He was forgetful. And then you, sh- then you have our Biden actor come out looking for Jackie... The dead lady. And then Hunter's like, that's when I found a place for dad. That's the idea. That's the idea. It costs money. I wish it didn't. I wish it didn't, but it does. That's a sneak peek. That's a sneak peek. Things are wonderful at the America First Warehouse. We have a lot of good things going for us with that show tonight. The America First Warehouse is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Every play, every time I go back in, it, the studio is getting a little bit nicer, a little bit better. There's a, n- a new production company coming in. That's a little. It's it's. A, da, 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 da. We need we need explosive, explosive growth, and that's going to happen with uh, insanely great videos. We did that show in Tulsa, me and Brewer. Oh my god! And they ran out, and they're like, Jim wanted to do this thing where he was Ozzy Osbourne, and oh my lord, the wig. The coat, the costume, it just adds to the whole thing. It makes it so much funnier when instead of just saying, oh, I'm, you know, because Saturday Live used to do that. They'd have, uh, you know, Chevy Chase. He'd just come out and say, I'm Gerald Ford. And everybody, okay, he's Gerald Ford. But in my opinion, a lot of the times you got to really look like the thing. So everybody who subscribed to that show tonight, you're freaking awesome. I can't thank you enough. I'm looking through my notebook here. I'm laughing. You'll have to tune into the show uh, to see uh, to see what I'm laughing about. It's our Halloween show. And there's gonna there's gonna be some spooks and scary goblins. I like Halloween. I really do. Christmas is the best. Ooh! I stumbled onto another one. Okay, so well, another sneak peek. You guys are getting all the sneak peeks. So I went down to uh, uh, Fox News. And we did this, uh, I'll just call it a Christmas special. That's all I'll say about it right now. But it was teams. One team against another, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. I was on the same team with uh, uh, with uh, Janice Dean. Janice Dean, the weather machine. I will tell you right now, he said, taking a sip of his energy drink, that chick is aces in my book. I'm going to leave it at that. She is uh, Janice Dean... <laughs> How to say she's fucking cool. That's a cool chick. Don't sleep on Janice Dean. If you were ever uh, given the opportunity to be uh, part of a Christmas special on Fox News and they say, uh, hey, Janice Dean is on your team, you'd be like, all right. All right. Will Kane was down there. Jimmy Fallon. It was good times. Okay, so I want to tease something. Did you hear that? I'll play it again. Oh shit, I did it wrong. <laughs> there we go. That chord progression right there. Fucking beautiful. I wish I could play it better.
Dylan chord progression. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Bob Dylan and something uh, I think most people have overlooked, but yours truly has discovered. Also a fantastic documentary that you all need to watch that I'll tell you about on the Patreon segment. And I'm going to say this for you guys. Uh, the Disney show, uh, Disney Star Wars Andor, it's getting crushed in the ratings. It's the best. It's the best Star Wars I've seen in ages. I think it's a name recognition thing with with the name of the show Andor. It's like who's what, how, who, what's an Andor? Andor actually is a dude. I didn't even know. I swear to God, I thought it was a planet, <clears throat> but it's a dude. This show is just a great freaking TV show. Let alone Star Wars. You watch this thing and you're like, this is it's it's beautifully directed. The actors are fantastic. The show is smart. It's everything is great about this show. And it bums me out that it's kind of struggling in the ratings when you have absolute garbage out there like Boba Fett. Like, oh, he wears a helmet. He fly around. So watch Andor. All right. So we're going to talk about uh, a lot more stuff in the, uh, the Patreon segment of the show. Yes, and Dirty Notebook. You got to come over to Patreon for Dirty Notebook. We're going to be talking a little bit about this uh, uh, documentary that you need to see, and uh, yeah, you're gonna. It's it's a tease. I'm that dude. I'm teasing, and maybe a little bit of this. Uh, this Bob Dylan documentary I saw as well. One comes highly recommended. The other is an observation. You're all wonderful people. And, um, oh, we got some more Fauci stuff. Some more Fauci. You know there's going to be news over there, too. What am I going to do? Not do the news? You're all fantastic. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting this podcast and theloftestparty.com and the YouTube channel and the Facebook page. It's all good. It's all good. The more, the merrier. Oh, my God. I just, you, mm, I got another complaint. You have to come over to Patreon. I'll say it there. Bye.